What's up, y'all? It's Nate. Uh, let's talk about this episode. Uh, this was my latest guest appearance on Forbidden Knowledge News uh, with the great Chris Matthew. Uh, shout out to the homie, Chris Matthew. Uh, you know, he's become a good friend of mine. I really like Chris a lot. Um, he's been on the show numerous amounts of times. Uh, we've been on his show a few times as well. And uh, he's been on our, uh, you know, a couple of our documentaries as well. Um, so big love, big shout out, big thanks to Chris Matthew and the entire team over there at Forbidden Knowledge News and all the podcasts that are attached to that. Uh, they're fucking awesome. Um, yeah, this was an interesting one. It wasn't about anything in particular. We just kind of got into anything and everything. And then we kind of got into some interesting thoughts and concepts. And, uh, we talked about God. We talked about aggregors. We talked about political bullshit. We talked about like, you know, what we see potentially happening in the future. And, uh, you know, I think though, as black pilling as it is, um, a lot of times and how easy that is, I think that we actually found some pretty good white pills in there as well. Um, so it was a great episode. So again, thank you, Chris, for having me back on. I uh, love you, buddy. And, um, let's talk about some business real fast. So, uh, we love you guys. Thank you so much, dude. Like our fucking show is, uh, it's nothing without you guys. Um, and we really appreciate you guys. And if you love and appreciate the show, honestly, the best way to support us, dude, is like go I get on Apple. Go on Apple and give us a five-star rating and review. That's super awesome. That helps people find us. That helps people, you know, get us like all that fun stuff. Uh, we are officially kicked off of YouTube, so uh, you can no longer find our content, unfortunately, on YouTube. Or fortunately, whatever. I've thought about I've thought about uh you know doing a fucking reality czars podcast two point on there. Um but I just don't care. I kinda hate YouTube. Um but follow our uh paranormal uh channel that we have out on YouTube. It's Anomaly Hunters. You can find that there. I'll I'll put it in the description as well. So uh, find us on Anomaly Hunters. That's the one where we do like some interesting little documentaries, little mini docs, uh, like uh, paranormal hunts and you know Bigfoot hunts and and some fun stuff. And we actually have we have some interesting stuff coming up with that. As soon as the weather gets a little bit better, I think we're going to try to get out and we have some fun adventures planned. So uh, look forward to that. That would be awesome. So go like us, go follow us over there. That'd be great. Um, and then follow us on Rockfin. Rockfin's been solid to us. Uh, we are getting better at uploading to Rumble. Rumble's cool too. Uh, fuck YouTube, pretty much, right? And then um, big shout out, love to my co-host Thomas. He he wasn't there on this episode. It was just me and Chris. But uh, please go to paranoidamerican.com. Please love and support that man. He is doing wonderful, awesome, amazing, cool ass stuff, dude. Like honestly, some of the coolest like toys and t-shirts and like comic books, things that like I dude, they're so fucking badass. They're so fucking awesome. Thomas is the man. So please go support Thomas at paranoidamerican.com. That's awesome. That's great. And then last little bits of business. Uh let's say a big shout out to my homie Cody. Cody, you're the man. Uh, oddfellowsbrand.com. Uh, he's a local dude out here in Portland, Oregon. He makes kick-ass t-shirts. 
really cool hoodies, really cool, like, uh, any of the cool shirts that I wear sometimes on the show, uh, they're oddfellowsbrand.com, uh, he's a good friend of mine, I don't, I don't even think I have, like, a paid anything, like, like, I don't think I have a discount code or anything, um, and he doesn't give me a dime, he did give me some cool shirts, uh, so, that I'll say up front, he gave me some cool shirts. I just want to give him a shout out. Support some local, cool, fucking good people. Good people, fellow tinfoil hat wearing nut jobs like us. Uh, he's a family man and he just makes kick ass t shirts and hoodies and cool stuff like that. So go please support oddfellowsbrand.com. And then I got another homie, Isaac, and this guy is cool as shit, young dude, we're gonna drop the episode, I think, probably next week, maybe this week, I'll try to drop another episode this week, um, his name is Isaac, and he's at Organite.com, I think, I don't want to screw that up, Organite.com, and he sells literally the best Organite on the market, and he, like, explained to me just how crappy most Organite is that you can buy on Amazon and stuff like that, it's absolute horseshit, absolute garbage, uh, and it actually does the opposite, dude. It like gives you the wrong frequencies and it screws you up. So if you want the good stuff, go to my friend, Isaac, he has the best organite on the market organ as like, uh, O R O R E G O N like the state dot, uh, I T E. I think that's what you can find them or like underscore I T E. That's where you can find them on, on Instagram. And I think that it is Oregon, like in the state, I T E.com. Uh, dude, super awesome guy, real smart guy, young dude, uh, making really quality product. And with that, you do have a discount code, uh, RCP for Reality Czar's Pod, you're going to get 10% off. It's awesome. He's the man. And please go support another... Dude, he's also from Oregon. So a local dude. He's just on the other side uh, of the mountain, of Mount Hood over there. Uh, Really cool dude. And you know what? We're going to do an awesome paranormal adventure together as well. He's coming on and joining the Anomaly Hunters. He's going to join me and Ben and uh, we're going to go do some wild fun stuff, dude. I think we're going to go out squatching and we're going to go check out that giant store down in Oregon. Um, anyways, love you guys. Thank you so much. Cheers, peace, and love. Uh, always feel free to email us and tell us what you think. Uh, RealityZars at gmail.com. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Welcome back to Forbidden Knowledge News. I'm your host, Chris Matthew. 
Today, my guest is Nate from Reality Czars. First, I'm going to run through a few announcements. You can watch the Forbidden Documentary, Occult Louisiana, right now on Tubi. We have links in the description, or just pull up Tubi, grab your favorite beverage, and search for the doc and enjoy. Great ways to help support Forbidden Knowledge News. Go to rockfin.com slash FKN+. That is where you can sign up for a premium membership and get access to all our premium content. Best of all, you'll get all the premium content from every creator on Rockfin. If you would like to help with the production of our next film, Doorways of Perception, you can make a donation using the links in the description. Anything is greatly appreciated. Any donation of $20 or more, you get a free download of Occult Louisiana, PDF of Corey Hughes' book, A Warning from History, and your name in the credits of the next film. You can also help by downloading our episodes directly through Spreaker, which is our podcast provider. That's always free to you. Finally, we are booking guests for April and May. If you have suggestions or you would like to be a guest, email me, ForbiddenKnowledgeNews at gmail.com. Today I want to welcome back to the show Nate from Reality Czars. He is a government abolitionist, truth seeker, and Bigfoot enthusiast, and host of Reality Czars podcast. Nate, welcome back. How you doing? Dude, I'm doing good. Life is busier than ever. Uh, we're starting to make little weird moves here and there. I think, uh, I think I'm going to get back together with Ben here pretty soon. As soon as the weather starts getting a little nicer, we're going to start doing some more... Uh, paranormal investigating there is a pretty neat little um they call it the giant store out here in oregon and it got pretty famous on tiktok um there's this huge stone structure in the middle of nowhere and they kind of shut off the highway so we're gonna have to hike in but it looks like a huge uh stone door and people have been trying to like you know do like weird rituals up there trying to get it to open or like record take the drones out there um so <clears throat> Another, I think, I, I don't know if you've talked to him or not yet, uh, Isaac from Organite. No. Do you know him? Mm -mm. Really interesting guy making, like, literally the best Organite on the fucking market, period. Um, he's going to come out there with us, and we're going to bring, like, a couple of some Organite uh, pyramids out there, and we're going to kind of do, like, a, a ritual out there, try to see if we can get that door open, see if we can uh, <laughs> communicate with some psychic maybe physical sasquatch out there you know that's going to be a lot of fun i love so. it man you're not afraid to get in there and actually do the experimentation yourself that's what i'm all about yeah man we're excited i think that's going to be just for some fun but um who knows dude i believe in interdimensional bigfoot i think he's there so we'll, we'll see <laughs> right right yeah man i think people a lot of people don't get out there and interact with this because, of course, they're terrified of it. And I can't blame them. I've come to a point with my own interactions with this and my conversations with hundreds and thousands of people daily and just this overall knowing and intuition as well as psychedelic experiences that in these realms, there's really nothing for us to fear but our own fear itself because it's our fear that's the fuel for these things. That's what feeds off of them. But we can transmute it. If we show these things love, and I've experienced this myself, even the biggest, baddest, most scariest demonic entity you can encounter in the astral realms, if you show it fearlessness and you beam love at it, It'll either take off running in the other direction or it'll turn into like 
a bunny or a little flower or a little transmute because I've come to an understanding that, and this is just where I'm at now, it may change tomorrow, a lot of, almost all of this stuff that we deal with in these realms, all these intelligences, all these energies, they're a part of our universe ecosystem. They're all here for us, in a sense, to learn from and to grow from. We can't learn and grow if it's all love and light all the time. So we have these little attachments, these parasites, these entities, extraterrestrials, interdimensional beings, whatever the hell you want to call them, that come and interact with us, that are essentially just trying to get us on the right path. But some people, instead of just bouncing off the polarities, they gravitate towards the darkness, or they... They align with the darkness, and that's not what you're supposed to do, and it drags them down into a world of darkness and negativity and probably all the degeneracy and drug use that we're seeing from people who embrace the darkness, really. But I think it's all here for us to learn from, and even the light, you can't go all full love and light all the time because I think that's a trap, too. You're going to get stuck in these false paradigms because there's always this polarity, always this balance, and that's where I'm at with all the weird stuff right now. Let's see where you're at, bro. What, uh, what have you been looking into? I know there's a lot of high strangeness unfolding, even in our mainstream media. Where are you at with everything? Dude, it, it's a fascinating thing because, like, well, I just want to touch off what you were talking about a second ago is because to me it's fascinating about how we are the universe mm -hmm. and we are our own universe, right? And so there's all this exploration for us to do all the shadow work. And in, in that time, you encounter sometimes these beings, these extra dimensional, interdimensional sort of beings but it really could just be beings inside of yourself. Like you said, they're just like aspects of your own personality. Mm -hmm. And so, and sometimes like, and I'm not even saying that that's not true or that they're not actually something real, but they are something part of you in a fascinating way. And so it's like, it can be a self-fulfilling prophecy kind of, or a self-fulfilling kind of thing where you, if you are feeling that negativity and then you keep encountering these negative things, and you can find these beings that are going to meet you there. And one thing that I thought was fascinating, because, you know, I always talk about, well, I, I talk a lot about like the astral realm and different things like that. And it is fascinating to think that when you are astral traveling, when you think, you know, when you're leaving your body, are you just, oh, what are those beings, man, those shadow beings that you run into? And uh, one gentleman that I had on the show that talked about it, and he's, Hit, like what you said is encountering them and like and showing them love and you can turn them into a bunny rabbit or something that's that's really cool uh what he said that uh sometimes he would find these uh beings that were like that were uh at like a lower vibrational whatever it is <clears throat> that seemed to have uh malice malice intent and were trying to kind of attack him and or feed off of him what he would do is he would just he would focus on love and light and things like that. And what it would do is said he couldn't like physically interact with them or fight them really. Um, but they could touch him. And so he would, he would like try to vibrate at a higher frequency and it would just move him a step above. Mm -hmm. And then they're still stuck down here and they can't touch him anymore. I thought that was kind of interesting too, but um, I like, I, I think I like what you're doing there. Because I'm kind of a hands-on guy, 
I'm going to try to turn that dude into a bunny rabbit. Mm. I'm not, I'm not running. <laughs> I'm not running away. If you come at him with no fear, like you said, and you just stand there and you stand your ground, I think that's super neat, man. Um, but as far as interdimensionality goes, dude, what it's such a bizarre, interesting thing, man. Um, I do sometimes wonder if there is something outside of ourselves. Like when we do die, when, when that, when that DMT drops in your brain and you're on your last leg and you breathe out your last breath, are you going somewhere else? You know, you know, we've had a lot of Gnostic folks on and we had a lot of Gnostic conversations and, and their whole idea is that we will get retrapped that this is a soul trap mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. we're just going to get thrown right back into the matrix and that this matrix is a false paradigm mm. and that we are just being uh, used as essentially batteries like soul mm -hmm. batteries to keep the whole system going and that's kind of a terrifying interesting but also kind of nice thought like the gnostics think it's a bad thing and i'm like you know what i kind of like this video game i'll get back on right i don't know there's different ways you can look at it, man. Let's explore that. To me, that's a really highly negative outlook on the possibility of what we're in. I tend to think that we're in our own paradise that we build for ourselves, and everything we interact is meant for us to learn and evolve and grow from. But just say, for an instance, that we are in an archon loose form, that that's that's what this is for. And even the best of times, even the most love we feel, even the most incredible experiences we have are just for false hope, are just to get us to build up that energy so that eventually something horrible will happen and these, these entities will just feed off of the negativity and, and horrible energy that comes off of us because they put us through this roller coaster ride of emotions and that's what it's all about. We're just like cattle to them. They're just feeding off of us perpetually and the, they have the white light trap after we die. We're just going to be shot right back down to do it all over again. To me, I don't see how if this is a realization that we could ever come to collectively, why we would want to even keep going like this. It seems like if this is a realization that collectively we came to, that we would, as a species, fight against it and try to find our way out because that, to me, is not an acceptable reality. It's not acceptable to my inner consciousness to my inner light to the knowing that I have that I am an eternal being of God of source and that what keeps me going is the good in life is my good experiences the knowing that I can make my life better and make other people's lives better and share love that's what keeps me going. And if that is a false hope, like a little dangling bait that they're going to reel our consciousness in with it, I don't want a part of that. I'm going to fight against that with all my might. But because I'm not right there anymore, I was at one time. I, I considered this heavily for, for a while, but I was also depressed in my life, and I was also going through some bad times. And I find this coincides with where we're at in our lives, how we have this outlook on reality and especially for me and where I'm at now is that everything we experience is for us and we are the owners of our own loose form 
This is, this is our thing. And we're ultimately in control of it all. I'm not saying there is intelligences outside of that, which it's possible. But for me, I don't resonate with that. I think it's all part of us. I don't think there's anything in this universe, galaxy, universe that is not connected to us, not part of us. And I just have the ultimate intuitive belief that it's all us. I don't know. What do you think? I did. That's super fascinating. I want to go back to the Gnostic thing really quick, though, because I think the best we had Miguel Connor on and he. Yeah, made I love best, Miguel. Uh, yeah, Miguel's great. He made the best um, argument for it. So I'll, we'll, we'll play Gnostic advocate here real fast. Yeah, uh, that our own our own reality is a reflection of, you know, as above, so below. And it's like in. He's saying that it's so much like government and the way that government uses us and they're the archons. Like, because as he was describing Gnosticism, I was like, describe it to me like I'm a five year old. Mm-hmm. Right. And he like broke it down their whole belief system. And I was like, that sounds exactly like the way government and the way that they use us, the way that they use us for for our money, for our, you know, this, that, the other. And he was like, well, that's how the Gnostics realized they, they were like it was a reflection of, you know, as above, so below. And dude, to me, if you put it in that way, it made so much damn sense, dude, that the way that we were just being we're basically tax cattle. We're being used and abused by this like this higher archon. And then he even broke down what the what the name archon meant. And so anarchy is is against the archon. Dude, dude, it just blew my fucking mind. I was like, dude, you're absolutely right. And so, like, for five minutes, I was a Gnostic. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but, uh, he's brilliant, dude. And yeah. uh, he was like, and actually, uh, Gnosticism brought him to anarchy, and he considers himself an anarchist at this point. And I'm like, right on. Man, that's so fascinating. Well, let's explore the chicken or egg aspect of this. Did these intelligences come first, or were we first, and did we create the intelligence as some co- sort of egregore or archetype that came from our own energy and consciousness in order to have this morality marker for each polarity? Say that we are in earliest of ancient times, and we have these incredible beliefs and spiritual practices and powers of consciousness that we're aware of. We're creators, but we know it. Maybe 200, 300, maybe a million years ago. This is my perspective of what the possible human could be, that we had all these creative powers and we knew it. And we created these archetypes, these gods, as a constant reminder of these moral polarities, good and evil, and how to grow food and how where the sun sets and rises and they created this whole template they created these energies that became gods to us but essentially they are our own energy that we put out there or is it that these intelligences created us that used to be the the common view amongst you know ancient alien theorists and people who have a biblical view of things that these angels these celestial beings created man i wonder if it could be the other way around to me that's fascinating man i mean i'll just give you my perspective i'll give you well because i i asked him that question in a lot of ways because i was Mm. like so we can't we can't exist without him in this place because Yaldabaoth created this place. So I was like, devil's advocate or Yaldabaoth advocate. <laughs> I was like, 
should I be grateful? Should I say, hey, thank you for this wonderful prison that you put me in? I was like, there's a river down the road. There's like, you know, like, what should I, you know, at, at some point? But he was like, he's like, yeah, some people do that. But he goes, I, I never would. And he, he, the way that he kind of explained it is that we came from source. We are eternal beings that have always been. Same with Yadaboeth, but he was kind of one with like evil intent. And he kind of, kind of, kind of tricked other eternal souls into getting here and to me there's always a level of consent mm. so i mean we must have mm -hmm. we must have been like all right yeah that sounds like fun it's all consent you know? dude i've realized these in entities and intelligences <laughs> cannot do shit unless we say they can and we agree to it whether sometimes we don't realize that we're agreeing to some of this shit but you're right it's like a vampire knocking at your door you can't come in unless you you invite them in Yep. And they can glam you. They can glam you into saying yeah. yes and things like that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, so to, that to me was a fascinating idea that like the real, the real goal is to get back to source and to get out of this place because this isn't the real, this is just a mirage. And I, I do think that that is a fascinating, interesting idea. And in, in a way, because I come at it from a Christian, like I come from a biblical perspective and to me, that's what I was always taught, that this is temporary, that this place that we're in right now is kind of a false paradigm. This is just a temporary earth and mm -hmm. that this is going to be shattered and destroyed and that there's going to be a new heaven, a new earth. And I, I mean, if you think about it in those biblical ways, like what is God besides an alien? Right. What What are the angels? What are the demons? What are the archons? What are all of these things besides something that is alien to us? But I like the idea that you're saying that, like, what if they are us? What if or what if we created them? I mean, in a way, like our our consciences, our consciences are so powerful. Uh, our reality is what we project, what we believe, what we accept. Um, we could have built a lot of this. Like, I don't, I don't think that there is good without evil. I don't think that we get good, beautiful, wonderful, like the most precious, innocent children. And then also you have like Bill Gates over there, <laughs> this big gross tits. Yeah. Like being an absolute monster trying to destroy the atmosphere. Like, I think there has to be a balance. And I think that is what life is. It's about overcoming the evil and about embracing the good and about finding, like, and also finding a balance within yourself because mm. I'm not all good. Mm. I'm an asshole. My, my, my first instinct to do something is like, I watch somebody that walks by stupid asshole. Why, why did I call that guy a stupid asshole? I don't know. Is it a reflection and an insecurity in myself? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. You yeah. have to find those, like those balances and like, then you have to like, yeah, man, I don't know. Like, I do like the idea that the entire universe and the entire of everything that you like your reality is what's inside of you and what you accept. Let's get really deep with this. All right. So say that we are such powerful creator beings that we created the gods, these archetypical energies, even maybe what we consider extraterrestrials, angels, demons. We created them with the power of our thought and intent. Well, what if these entities, these intelligences, become so powerful after we create them, they take a life of their own on, and they go rogue, and they want their own outcomes out of reality, and they start to deceive humanity in certain ways? Wouldn't that kind of be the same thing as a fallen angel, if you look at it from that perspective? Even though we and this person, yeah, that yeah, we are essentially absolutely. the creator gods, we created these angels to serve us. 
some of them went rogue and didn't think they had to or wanted their own world, wanted to create their own realities, and they turn against us. And for the humans that aren't aware and especially modern humans, it's easy for these intelligences to lead us certain directions. That's another thing I consider. What if we created them and they just, they went rogue and turned against us? Yeah, dude. I mean, I totally, I'm totally on board. I think that's really funny and really interesting and really likely. I mean, it just reminds me of a Star Trek episode. That's what I was looking over here. <laughs> it reminded me of a Star Trek episode where uh, they were in the, oh, man, what do they call that? Um, basically their version of AI where you can go in and create your, the, holo, the hologram universe, mm-hmm. whatever, right? The holodeck. Yeah, yeah, holodeck. And... Um, this was the next generation and this was data and data created a being that would be smart enough to trick him. Like, cause he was trying to play a Sherlock Holmes character. And so he needed like a, an actual foe that could stand up against him because mm. data is so fucking brilliant, right? He's a computer and he can do <laughs> yeah, all yeah. the, like he can do all these quantum mechanics in his head. So he created Moriarty. He created this, like this being that was capable of even tricking him and beating him. And it became so brilliant and so smart, it it created a consciousness of its own and then took over the ship and went to go and create its own universe, right? And they had to trick him and they had to put him in his own universe and throw him away, kind of like, and so he still thinks he's exploring, but he's still stuck in a video game. And that's a fucking fascinating idea that like, I mean, maybe that's what we need to do to (laughs) to these, these entities, man, but... It's it is fucking fascinating, dude, because I mean, they are kind of they are like a a thought form, right? They are kind of like an aggregore that got away from us. Well, look Uh, at the layers of reality we're experiencing now. We are creating AI. We are the ones that we're the programmers of this. And if this gets away from us, it's kind of like the same thing, except we energetically are conscious or with our consciousness created the archetypes or the demons, now we're creating it through technology. It's like layers upon layers of false reality that we're creating for ourselves. Well, how much is too much? How much is the, uh, has Pandora's box been opened at this point? Are we just fucked? Because like, you can call me, uh, you can call me whatever you want. Um, you can call me Ted Kaczynski if you want a peaceful one. I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not saying yeah. bomb anybody. but <clears throat> dude, if I could, I would smash my phone into a million bits right. and I'd go live in the woods in a cabin. But at this point, like when, because I, I told you I might bring up the whole Cat Williams um, interview. Yes, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. see that, man. I he- I'm hearing all kinds of shit about it. Though. You got to watch it, dude. Yeah. It's fucking fascinating. They drop some real interesting stuff, and I think that it's going to change the paradigm that we're in just because, like, there are some things that are brought up to, like, normie in the mainstream that I think is going to kind of it maybe shatter some fucking shit. Maybe. Mm-hmm. It's fu- it has the potential to. Yeah. Mm. Um, but what I thought was interesting, and this is why I kind of have a hate-love relationship with Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan seems to be a pretty smart guy. He was kind of one of my red pill daddies, like listening to him when I was like a like a real fucking normie, blue pill Democrat, dipshit, believed in NASA and outer space. Um, yeah. I would listen to him, and then he kind of opened my mind up to different possibilities, different ideas, different thinkers. And so, like, he kind of, like 
you know, I've kind of evolved, obviously, since then. But because now I'm a fucking nut with a tinfoil hat on <laughs> my head. Hey, but, man, it's a great place to be. It's a great place to be. Uh, but the thing that he talks about constantly is that we are going to have to integrate with this technology that if humanity is going to survive, no matter what, we're going to have to get the brain chip. We're going to have to mm. <laughs> we're going to have to sign our soul with Satan, basically, and join with uh, the synchronicity with the uh, with this um, singularity. Sing- the singularity, yeah. We're going to mm-hmm. have to have a symbiotic relationship with it, and we're going to have to grow and evolve with it. And my God, does that sound terrible to me. I don't think that's no right, more. man. I think that it's right in a sense the only way out is through it, but we have more control than we realize. Think about it. We are the ones who participate with the agendas, consume the toxic food, perpetuate who is in political offices, We put them there. We put these scumbags in power because we continue to pay for their campaigns, buy their products, participate in dystopian agendas. And I'm not talking personally you and me because there are many of us who have checked out of that system and not giving it any more power. But there's still too many people that are, that are still participating in the left-right political paradigm and going vote for monsters and just all this stuff that keeps us trapped in this false reality but the second you realize it's all theater it's all a game and you check out of it and you start creating your own reality that's when the real change occurs and i think that's what we're seeing right now i think we're seeing major hundredth monkey effects around the globe and We can give ourselves a huge pat on the back for that because for years now, people like us have been sounding the alarm. Podcasts like us have been opening people's eyes and causing them to question things and realize the corruption and become aware. And once you become aware, then the belief is possible, belief that you can do things without daddy government, belief that you can become healthy without doctors in our medical industry, the belief that you can create reality. And that's the I think that's the real fuel for creation is that belief that you can do it. And what the system has done since the beginning of time is trying to squash the belief out of us, try to keep us down and suppressed and unaware of everything that's going on so that they can be in that realm, hold all that power for themselves, and keep us under their boots. But the more we check out, the more power we're going to have. And I think we're living in incredible times right now. I see more and more people taking their power back. And it's a good thing, man. Absolutely, dude. And it's going to it's gonna be one of those things, dude, where it's going to happen slowly, 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 and then all at once. Yeah. It's going to be it's gonna be a snowball just going down a fucking mountain. And they, I don't think, are prepared to uh, – they think they're prepared and they're getting prepared. They're building their bunkers. They're building their sound weapons. They're, <laughs> they're getting ready, man. They're energy weapons to, to, tie, uh, to try to disrupt us, destroy us. But I don't think that they are going to be ready for the avalanche that comes for them. They're trying so hard to get us to lock on to an apocalyptic timeline and be so fearful of the end of the world and perpetual wars and nuclear war and pandemics that that's going to be our reality, that we create it for ourselves. That's what they're trying to do is to get us to create this apocalyptic timeline by flooding us with fear tactics and false flags and corrupt politicians and 
and all the nastiness that we interact with every day. They believe that if they flood us enough with it, that that's going to be the reality we create. But they're in trouble, man. They made some major mistakes the past few years, and they're paying the price right now. I don't think they can dig their, themselves out. So I have high hopes for where we're going. Yeah, they let the mask slip too much. Dude. Yeah, people kind of saw the demon that was hiding under that mask. It is—it's a fascinating thing, dude. And I think that we—they are fucking brilliant, though, because even the most woke among us, dude, I see them getting caught up in this. Like, man, some of like some of the smartest libertarians that I know, and some people are going to be angry at me, and that's fine. I don't give a shit. <laughs> some of the most brilliant libertarian minds, and and like the whole the whole agorist movement. Agorists are supposed to be anti-politics, period. Yeah. Agorism is very anti-politics. And I see some of the most like prominent agorists out there kind of like suckling teat for Javier Malay. And I'm like, dude, like Javier Malay is he's he's part of the paradigm. He doesn't get to be president of fucking Argentina if he isn't. Right. He doesn't like the first thing he does when he comes to America was he goes to the Israeli, uh, the, the international blah, blah, blah of, you know, Israeli blah, blah, blah. And so, yeah. like, he went there. That was, like, one of the first stops he went to, met up with those rabbis. Like, he, like, my God, dude. Like, he's one of them, bro. Like, you can't, like, you can't, <laughs> you're not winning. Like, you're through, through the political uh, paradigm, you're not winning, bro. Mm. Like, I'm sorry. So, so many people... Uh, I think the Q movement was probably one of the most uh, one of the most hurtful things that happened to the truth movement ever in a lot of ways, because still, I know so many people that are so fucking brilliant and are so smart about all this stuff. And then the second that this comes up again and Daddy Trump is going to mm. come into office. They're the first people that, are, well, we need to build that border wall. We need to we need Trump there. We need this, that and the other. And I'm like, man. Like Trump is not going to save you, brother. Trump yeah. is not going to save you. And that border wall, it's going to maybe keep some Mexicans out, but it also might keep you in. Right. You know, we don't know what the future is going to hold. And uh, I might want to be able to I might want a liquid uh, a border there because I might try to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and, <laughs> and if that borders up, you know what I mean? dude? The, well, like, the only way that. they can ever beat any movement grassroot movement that starts for the people and picks up steam and becomes something massive is to infiltrate to it. it it's to yeah. infiltrate it to co-opt it send your own people in to muddy the waters and then implode it from the inside out and that's what we've seen with every good movement for humanity now conspiracy culture is mainstream anytime we turn on the tv or media we are flooded with conspiracy theories, but it's not, it's no longer just coming from people like us. They are flooding the airwaves with every insane conspiracy theory, and they've infiltrated this movement to the extent that it is difficult to trust people and it's difficult to know where you're going to get your next bit of information from. So, discernment is key during these times, and we have to watch out for those in our community and it's sad that we do but it's being infiltrated and i think that there are even content creators who are just coming up 
that are being made offers. And that's why we're seeing these people out of nowhere have just millions of subscribers and notoriety, and they're putting forward all this insane information that most of it can't ever be verified, but it's all to muddy the waters. It's to get us fighting each other and hating each other and never on the the same page. That's the that's the main control tactic is to keep us as far away from each other as possible. Yeah, dude. It's always about division, dude. And mm. I mean, here's the thing. I have a, again, love hate relationship with uh someone like Alex Jones. I love Alex Jones, another yeah. big red pill daddy for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't be the nut job that I am without Alex Jones. But at the same time when I hear him uh speak about the people in control, about the evil people that are in control. What's the word that I hear him bring up uh, nine out of ten times? The, the Democrats, the left, <laughs> yeah. the Democrats and the left. And I'm like, okay, dude, but like, what about all the fucking freaks on the right that are trying to? Man, it's so wild to me that like, and it is fascinating because I think that it was almost a controlled demolition to keep people so divided and destroyed. So it's like. To me, the left has become a, an actual religion at this point. So people that still buy into the Democratic Party, the left, uh, their narratives and things like that are bought in. So at this point, you could literally you could show them. And we have time and time again. We're like, hey, brother, like this is what you're saying. And this is what the news is telling you. And here's here's an article or here's some like actual factual. Here's some proof that this is a lie. And they won't even see it. At this point, it, it is fully, it's an orthodox religion. So there's no moving, shaking, this, that, and the other. So to me, that is fascinating and terrifying uh, that you can, like, and I'm not a, re- I'm not a right-left guy. Like, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not buying in on that shit, but I'm just saying that, like, to me, what I see when I see the left, there's literally, there's people fucking dying of heart attacks left and right. There's like 20 year olds having strokes and dying. And these people are still getting their fucking boosters. Mm -hmm. There's even, there's even disclosure where doctors are saying like, yeah, that was probably a fucking, you know, that was a jab thing. Uh, Yeah. That probably, you know, that wasn't a good idea. There's even been some governments that say, well, we probably don't recommend anybody under the age of 25 to get it. And these people still won't ever admit that they are wrong. These people still get, you know what I mean? So they're locked in Mm. like the left is locked in. And so for everyone else that is not part of that orthodoxy, they have to create the the new legitimate news, right? Because they've destroyed what was the legitimate news. Mm -hmm. Like the legitimate media is gone for the majority of people that are, that are quote unquote awake. And so to me, what I see is they've even destroyed Fox news. Like when Fox news, like fired Tucker Carlson and like, you know, did this, that, and the other, like that shattered, like, so Again, it's about division, right? So some of the old folks, like the boomers, are still always going to be locked in on Fox News. So now they have their Fox News. They're watching their Fox News and Friends in the morning, and that's what they think their reality is. Then you have your left over here with their orthodoxy and their fucking wild, complete, like, fantasal, like, fucking, like, fairy tales over here. And then you have everybody else, and so they need to fucking take their energy, and they need to focus them. And what do you have now? Like, who has become the mainstream media? Mm. And for a lot of folks, it's, like, outside of the paradigm. And so, like, what what are they doing? They're co-opting fucking podcasts and alternative media. Mm. And they're, like, to me, Joe Rogan, Ben Shapiro, 
uh, Alex Jones, Louder with Crowder, that that whole fucking movement, that is now the right pill. They're like just funneling the rest of them in there. Mm -hmm. And in a lot of ways, rightfully so, Alex Jones has way more uh, credibility uh, than any of the mainstream media. And so now all these fucking folks that I know that I love are just whatever Alex Jones says. Yeah. That's, that's, that's my fucking reality at this point. Mm -hmm. And so I think they have 98% of people, dude, (laughs) you're either in the fucking left orthodoxy or you're the old boomers at Fox or you're in this new fucking alt media like reality. It's wild. It is man. The answer is not in any of those fucking circles. Right. My guest yesterday, I think, hit the nail on the head. He was talking about how we focus too much on the talking heads and the individuals and the people in power instead of the policies behind what they're trying to put forward and the ideologies. We can focus on the people all we want. Bill Gates, uh, Klaus Schwab, all these seemingly evil, powerful people that we can point a finger at. They're there for that. They're there so that you can point a finger out and have a scapegoat. But guess what? If they die, there's going to be another head that just pops up in their place. And they have, they have heads lined up for years. We're never going to get rid of all the evil players. So focusing on these individuals, I believe, is not the way to do it. Yes, it would be great to see justice. It would be great to see some heads roll in the street and some people actually be taken down and put in prison for this but will we ever see that probably not and if we do it's going to be their chosen scapegoats their chosen ones that they throw under the bus so that we can feel like we got some sort of justice but in reality that was their plan the whole time is to use that person as a scapegoat so that they can keep running the show with the next person that they choose, but it's the same ideology. It's the same reasoning behind everything. And if we can dig deep enough to uncover the ideologies and the real purposes that these are happening, we can reject that as a foundation instead of the people putting it forward because there's always going to be a new person. But that agenda and that ideology, that's the one thing. That is the one thing that they hold their power to. And that is the one thing that gives them their power. So if we can attack that foundation, that belief system that they have and destroy it, I think that's the way that we need to start doing things. Yeah, brother. And there was something that you said a minute ago, and I think that that is the truest and best thing is that you need to find uh, you need to follow your 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 you need to find your conscience and you need to find uh, man. there was a word that you use that uh, Christians use all the time. And I think it's uh, really interesting, really fascinating and um, discern discernment yeah. uh, discern. Sorry. It's early in the morning. I haven't had enough coffee. I've had too much. One or the other. Oh, uh, good. But just, but uh, to me, that to me is the most important thing because there's always going to be talking heads. The, the government is always, no matter what, they're going to be like, we need more power. We created a problem. 
now there's this problem. We need this solution. And the solution is always we need more money and we need more power. Mm -hmm. So our answer is never going to be the government. The government is always, no matter what, they are going to consolidate more power, more money, more power, more money. That's all they're going to do. They feed, feed, feed. They're a parasite on us. That's what they are. So to me, you have to use that discernship, discern. You know what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> Just use your use your consciousness, your conscience to discern from right and wrong. And the real answers are inside of yourself. Yeah. So to me, what they're always trying to trying to do is trying to destroy uh, ideas of family, ideas of tradition, ideas of like knowledge passed down through generations. They're trying to because they want to rewrite it. They want you to be a blank slate. Like to me, that that was that whole idea of like communism trying to create the new man, right? The new Soviet man. They wanted to mm. see what they could do. It was a social experiment. They wanted to see what humans were like, what our baseline was, what they could do to change our, our every thought. Like to me, one of the most like terrifying and horrifying things that you can look up is if you look up what the Soviet Union was doing to uh, Romania. What they what they did to Romania and what they did to this whole group of these Orthodox Christians down there, they wanted to see they're like, OK, we're going to find the most devout Orthodox young uh, like people that, you know, believe completely in God are still virgins. They're like, hey, I'm going to be a virgin until I get married. They were like devout. And they're like, let's see what we can do to these people. And if you look into it, like, I don't know how dark you want to get in this episode, but they made them do some of the most horrifying dark evil things that you can ever even imagine another human doing to another human just to see if they could make them break just to see if they could make them turn into the exact opposite and guess what they can yeah. they, they like humans are moldable and are destructible and so to me they're doing a very soft version like i i think all of those governmental things like i don't get i don't get caught up in the fascist con communist thing like to me it was all just different flavors of authoritarians coming down here and doing social experiments on us and so yeah. like to me that that communist like what the nazis were doing was terrible what the fucking what the communists were doing was terrible and they were all just doing experiments on humans trying to break them it was very much like mk ultra Dude, right. they do experiments on their own children and families. These yeah. these most powerful, elite, wealthy monsters use generational trauma and mind control to groom their children to be disgusting monsters, to perpetuate everything that they have built for themselves. So They're going to make sure you? their kids are the same way. What does that tell you? That our baseline, our human nature is good. Ooh. Who we are is good, and they have to break that and destroy that. Yeah. To me, that like shows you what we are. That that shows you that our nature is loving, kind. I don't want to hurt another thing. I don't want to smash another thing. Well, you need to break that person, and you need to instill that in them. Mm. Right? If you're going to be a monster archon like I am, I need to turn you into that archon. Right? That's what they do to their own to their own bloodlines, to their own children. And so, to me. The way we fight back, like I said, politics, never going to win. Politics, like, it's it's their game. You're not going to take their game from them. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's their power structure. You're not going to fucking destroy that. That's, like, what they've been doing. You're not going to do this through the corporate world either. You're not going to have your good guy corporation that's going to, like, like, it's all in their fucking paradigm. You mm -hmm. just can't do it. 
So the only thing that you can do, focus on the things that they want to destroy, focus on the things that they hate. And what is that? Tradition, family, structure, mm-hmm. uh, knowledge from the family, like like passed down generations. And we need to focus on that. So what you have to do is like you need to do that shadow work. You need to find out who you are. You need to find out what you truly believe. You need to find out who like what are you like? Are you like and find the best version of yourself that you can? You got to love. And then from there, raise your kids accordingly. Find like minds. Find it, you know, and just like gather in small, like just I'm not telling people to be fucking weird hippie communes, but maybe like in this new in this new world, dude, that they're going to try to like I see it left and right, dude, especially where I live. They're building fucking 15 minute cities. Mm -hmm. They're they're building whole like smart communities like right out here where I used to live. uh, It was all farmland. It was beautiful. All this area was farmland out here in Aloha, Oregon. And they took all the farmland from all the farmers that had been there for like 150 years. And they created smart cities. And they created all these communities where it's like every single one of them are like integrated. Like your refrigerator talks to your fucking toaster that talks to your toilet that talks to your fucking, you know, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like my lawn, like my fucking washer and dryer don't need to be on Wi-Fi. Right. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. I don't <laughs> need that. Like, like, but that's what these people are. And so, like, as I'm driving through these neighborhoods, dude, like, I see the fucking like. I know the houses are looking at me as I'm looking at them. You know, like, yeah. it freaks me out, dude. I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit at all. And so, to me, what we need to do to to beat these people is to not play their game. Mm-hmm. I think and it's going to be impossible is- for them to achieve their goals. While this generation is alive, I think they're counting on the future generations to be the ones to carry their agendas through. That's why they're attacking the children. That's why they're programming children more than anything else. That is their target audience, and it's going to be up to us to keep the next generation in line, but it's it's fucking difficult. I don't have kids, but I see others that do and how difficult it can be to to wash out that programming right here's a white pill man uh we're the only ones having kids mm. <laughs> you're right you're right you're right aren't having kids yeah yeah they're not they're not having kids they're freaked out by kids they're the ones that are living in fear they're the ones that are afraid they're the ones that are like oh my god this world is so awful and terrible i'm not gonna have a kid and then the ones that do have kids what are they doing dude this sounds fucking terrible, but they're sterilizing their children. They're yeah. indoctrinating and sterilizing their children. They're getting them with a ton of jabs. They're turning them gender queer. They're turning them into all these things and doing horrible, awful things that are like just non-reversible. Mm-hmm. And to me, they are ending their line in a lot of ways. And to me, you're watching this and you're like four humans to keep like, let's say that we all went that way. And I think this is what they want. The only way to keep humanity going at that point would be a symbiosis with the robots. And then we'd have to start cloning. And I think that's ultimately what they want. I think they wanted to sterilize everyone so that you would have to go to them to create a child. You'd have to pass a certain amount of tests, probably an ideological test. Yeah. Uh, You know, what was your social credit score? Are you obedient to the government? Okay, good. Then. We'll allow you to have one fucking test tube baby and we're going to grow it for you. You know, that, that sort of thing. Ultimately, I think that is what I see coming. Mm. Uh, but there's going to be some real 
humans like us. There's going to be some people that say, fuck the robots. We're going to be authentic. We're going to be the real deal. Our DNA has not been destroyed. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think that and here's another white pill. Uh, this generation, to me, are the most. They've been the most indoctrinated that I've ever seen. But they, uh, there is a huge percentage of them that are rejecting it outright. Mm-hmm. I know because I've, I've got kids and I see my 16-year-old son. Him and his friends, dude, they don't believe or buy into any of it. That's they know great, it's man. lies. They know it's bullshit. Yeah. None of them are jabbed. None of them are, are playing with that shit. And there's been a huge rejection of them. And are, they are a small amount, mm. but they are a bigger percentage than any other generation that has mm. ever been. So, like, what that means is, like, they've, they've looked at, like, the right, left. That's how these people measure things, right? Like, conservative to progressive, right? And are the majority of them, quote, unquote, progressive? Yes. But this newest generation has the most, quote, unquote, conservatives than mm-hmm. any other generation at their age at this point, mm-hmm. which is really fucking fascinating because it, it typically seems that the majority of people, I wouldn't say the majority, but a, a, a lot of people break out of their progressiveness as they get older, yes. as they get wiser. Yeah. And so- it's really fascinating to see that the, that there's a way bigger percentage of these people that are quote unquote. I hate using the word conservative and progressive. Right, right. It's all fucking bullshit. Yeah. But dude, I I honestly think that we're going to see a radical shift and a radical change in this generation. Like I think they try too hard, and I mm-hmm. think that they are trying too hard. This mm-hmm. TikTok generation, I think, are going to turn around, and I think they're going to stab them in the back. I don't think right. that they're going to have the control and power that they think. You know, this is also something. We could turn this around into something negative. I don't like doing this, but this is just a consideration that we have to keep in the back of our minds, a possibility, really. What if all the wokeness and extreme left ideologies that we've been seeing over the past few years have been intentional to a point to where it's going to get the other side so angry and push back so much that the inevitable right swing is going to occur no matter what, and they know this, but it's been a trap for the LGBTQ community, for those who get sucked into the extreme, crazy ideologies and transhuman type of agendas, the people who get stuck there and are destroying their lives because of it and altering who and what they are because of it could it be that it was all a trap so then so when that major swing back to the right occurs it's gonna be like nazi germany for these people and we're gonna see this new totalitarian technocratic era where that community is going to again be discriminated against but probably far worse than they ever were before what do you think about that i think that that's inevitable dude i honestly think that that is exactly what's going to happen and it and it's really it, it hurts my heart because honestly dude i grew up I, I grew up as a fucking hippie i grew up as a fucking left yeah left of, uh you know left as fuck dude i grew up in a, in a in a world that like i ran through the trees i was an environmentalist i was like I love gay people. My very best friend growing up is is gay, um, and to me, I dude, I have no problem. I think that homosexuality is absolutely 
uh, natural, normal, and I think that it ha- it's like a small percentage of the population just is gay. That's yeah, just, that's yeah. just the thing. Yeah. Um, to me, what is unnatural is this thing that has been pushed into the community and pushed into reality, basically into the culture that maybe everybody's gay. Maybe hey, gender's on a spectrum. Maybe you need to be. Maybe and that you have to physically change what you are if you don't feel yeah. comfortable in your body. That's yeah. exactly, dude, because it's like, hey, have you ever looked at a boy's butt? Hey, maybe you're gay, but maybe you're not just gay. Maybe you're also a lady. And hey, maybe we got to put you in a dress and maybe we got to do a little quick snip snip. Maybe we got to give you some drugs. And Yeah, yeah. Yeah, to me, it's that that to me is the most unnatural, crazy thing in the world. And just this like watching these poor young kids because like kids are moldable, shapeable, you know, and yes, I absolutely agree with you that uh, what could potentially come out of this would be a hard jerk reaction to the opposite spectrum and that we could be looking at a very hard fascist state and that people are going to not only embrace it, they're going to fucking praise it and they're going to be like, yes, yeah. traditions, rights, va- you know, yes. our, our morals, our values, and we're going to have this and like, to me, that is what like pictures like Javier Malay like where he's like uh where he's like saying like he's like no more LGBT blah 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 no more feministas no more this and that we're going back here and like and like half of me is like yes that's great you're speaking my language but guess what he's not speaking your language he's he's a fucking chameleon putting on (laughs) he's putting on your fucking colors because you think that he's on your side Mm-hmm. He's not on your side. Donald Trump. Yeah, fuck those people. <laughs> no, dude, he's not on your side. They have like he doesn't care about you. None of these people care about you. They care about power and control. You know who worship you know who fucking loves Klaus Schwab? Donald Trump. Yeah. He praised him. Oh, you know who gave like awards to? He gave awards to yeah. Anthony Fauci. Uh-huh. You know, like he still praises the jab. He still says that was the best thing I did was Operation Warp Speed. Guess what? All of these fucking freaks have way more in common with each other than they do with us. I'm telling you, you, man. Reptiles, if you want to call them demons, if you want to call them archons, <laughs> if you want to call them fucking monsters, or if you just want to call them evil people, whatever those fucking freaks are, those power control structured psychopaths, they have much more in common with each other than they do with us, and they are yeah, not yeah. your fucking savior. Hell yeah, dude! We these Trump safe. worshippers are gonna get us in fucking trouble, man. I'm just telling you now, you gotta watch out for some of these people who think Trump is the savior and they're treating him like some kind of fucking god. That is very disturbing to me, and I think that it could Elon lead us Musk into some not your same friend. thing, right? Yeah, these <laughs> these quote unquote Alex heroes Jones? that people have, yeah. Is not your friend. I'm sorry, Alex Jones is not your friend. He he puts on the fucking he puts on the fucking camo, uh, camouflage too. Mm. I'm sorry, buddy, but they Alex Jones has fucking sold himself out. Yeah, man. Now for is not your fucking. Friend. Oh God, no. Fucking <laughs> your friend. Now, at, at this point, if you're draping yourself in a fucking flag that is covered in blood, mm. whether that be the American flag or the Israeli flag or even the Palestinian flag, mm-hmm. if, you, if you're picking flags, if we're playing a flag game, then fuck you. You're not my friend. You're not my ally. Right. Yeah, man. We gotta. We've gotta become aware that it's all a theater. It's all nonsense to get us hating each other and to get them more power. Now, for the last few minutes we have, let's get to a little lighter note and get us to some <laughs> unfolding high strangeness that's occurring. Is it just me, or does it seem like there is 
not only more people experiencing unexplained phenomena, witnessing UFOs, extraterrestrials, ghosts, spirits, but that these things are seeping their way through to the mainstream media and there's more and more stories coming out about them. Whether they're manipulated stories or they're true, there's probably a mix of everything because confusion is the desired result. But on the other hand, we're still seeing a lot of this high strangeness unfold. And I'm wondering, is it just because we have access to the Internet and we have access to more information and more people are sharing it? Or are more people having these strange experiences? What do you think? Well, I'll tell you what. Um, I think that there are, uh, what the fuck is this high strangeness? What is it that we are experiencing? Because I can tell you that I've experienced it myself. I grew up in a very, uh, I guess, I, I guess you could call it mystical thinking. Like the, the way that I grew up, I grew up as a Pentecostal Christian and I grew up believing that absolutely that, that the wars that we are in were not flesh and blood, but they were of the spirit. Mm. It was a very spiritual war and that we could interact and we could fight in these spiritual battles, but we could do it through the spirit, right? So, like, I was taught to lay hands on people. I was taught to, like, cast out demons. I was taught to uh, do all these and, like, to heal people. And I've seen radical things happen in front of me that I can't explain. And so I, I'll throw that into the whole high strangeness mix. I'll say that that's part of whatever this mm, of course. Shit oh, is yeah. going on, man. Because um, I, I see the people that are talking, um, they're so easy to make fun of that, like, talk in the love light language. They go, ah, like, I'm like, and you know, and but then I'm like, all right, I'm giggling at them, but I was like, I speak in tongues. I was right. taught to, right. you know, like, what are we doing here? I like, mm -hmm. am I speaking love light language the same as them? Like, people giggle at me, <laughs> you yeah, know, man. so yeah. Like, um, and I still do, dude. I lay hands on people and I speak in tongues. And um, it's it's an interesting thing. And, you know, I've changed the idea of what I necessarily think even Jesus was and or what God is. And I still do it. Why is that? Like, I still I go to a church. I, I'll get up there and, I, and I'll and I, um, dude, I, I still go up there. And I'm kind of like an associate pastor at my church. You know, I'll, I'll get I tell you what, I grew up Catholic. If I am in a situation where I say I'm having a plant medicine experience and I encounter a negative nefarious entity that I cannot transmute with love, the only thing I'm going to do is say, in the name of Jesus Christ, I yeah. banish you. And that thing, boom, takes off. And I have so a completely different perspective of God than I did as a child, but it's still a thing that works because it's a, like a law of the universe. This energy, this Christ, this Jesus energy has power to destroy evil. Dude, it's fascinating to me too, because like there was this meme that just popped up the other day, and I and I laughed my ass off. It was like this like fat guy with titties, and he's like <laughs> sitting there, and he's like he's got like the Netflix and like a trans flag behind him, and he's like, and it says atheist on him, and he goes like, <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, and it's just like he goes, uh, which god do you think is real? And uh, the guy behind him goes, the god that you hate. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. and it is fascinating it's always one god that they hate so much there's only like 
they'll embrace Islam, they'll embrace all, like Buddhism, they'll embrace any other fucking religion but one. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not saying like you have to be a Christian. You have to, you know, like I'm not one of those guys. I'm not one of those dudes and I'm not going to preach to you unless you come to my church on Saturday. Then you can come in and listen to my sermon. But <laughs> um honestly, um I think that God there is one God. I believe that there is one God. And I think that honestly, this is where people yell at me and tell me I'm not a real Christian. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Um, I think there's a million different ways that you can connect to that one God. Mm. I think that there are people that are connecting to that, that God that aren't Christians. Mm -hmm. I think that you can find that creator. There's one creator. There's one good God, goodness, godliness. There's that one God that we're all focusing on. And they, they seem to be that one God that, that a certain demographic hate mm. and that to me is the real god and yes. i do that to me is so fascinating because even as when i was my goofball my titty atheist with a pride flag on uh there was when i was scared when i felt a de- demonic oppression a demonic like uh like whatever you want to call that experiences like there you know even as an atheist i would call out in the name of jesus and guess what that thing would flee mm-hmm you know, it, right. it is interesting, dude. It is interesting. But as far as high strangeness being uh, more um, happening more often now, right now, um, I think that some of it is fake. I think some of it is fake as far oh, yeah. as like, I think that the things that we are seeing in the media, the things that we're seeing in the mainstream, that like the uh, like the aliens at the Miami Mall, mm-hmm. or <laughs> you know what I mean. Like I don't know. Maybe there was something to that. I have no idea. But I think that. Um, when you're going to see big mainstream coverage of something, it's going to be fake and it's going to be controlled opposition. But here's what I think. I think more things are happening. So like, if you want to call this end times, I don't know. Uh, It does seem to me that something is happening. It does seem to me that there is some sort of like a crescendo coming. I feel it that like, Mm there is a spiritual awakening that you could even call it. So I don't, I don't know if that means there's end times, but some shift is happening. Something, something is changing in our reality. There's definitely going to be an end of some time and a beginning of another. That's what I believe. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not saying when I say an end time, I don't mean like we're all going to die, but something is going to change. Something Mm -hmm. is going to happen. And if we are eternal beings, we're not going to die anyways. It just, it's going to be a shift and, and things are going to fucking, it could be way better. Who knows? Could be way mm. worse. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> but what what I will say is that like I've experienced spiritual things happening um, in my reality that I can't explain. Um, even on our weird little ghost adventures, uh, I we've interacted with like intelligent beings that I'm like, what the fuck is that? When you when you start asking them questions, and mm. they answer back, like like we're using like a spirit box or something. And when they start like answering you in sentences, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, and I'm skeptical as fuck. I don't believe in ghosts yeah. most of the time. And, and it scares me and I don't like it. Uh, so is there something spiritually woo woo that's coming? I think that it's possible. And, but here's the thing is that I think the people that are in charge, the archon, whatever you want to call it, the power structure mm-hmm. knows that it's coming too. And they're trying to control it. Yeah, and I don't think that they can, and so I think that is what this big disclosure is about. I think that's what this whole like, uh, this whole thing in the media—they're going to try to tell you what aliens are, because they don't want you to know what it is. Yeah, 
whatever's coming, man, I don't know what the hell it's coming, man. I don't know what these, what these UFO I've experienced. I've had these orb experiences where these like orbs have come from the sky, you know, and, and I felt like a intelligence presence from it. And mm. what, what the hell is that, man? Mm. I don't I think know. that that was a government drone. Right. I think that, uh, <laughs> I think we're dealing with a lot of things that even our government does not understand what they're dealing with. I think even the blackest of black projects where these scientists believe they have an understanding of these intelligences, I don't think they know shit about what they're dealing with. I think they know what they've been told. If they're interacting with these intelligences, they're probably being used in some way. And I don't think it's going to be possible for us as humans to ever figure out these mysteries because I think they're supposed to be mysteries for us. I think they're supposed to be something that metaphysically leads us on our path and keeps us going in one direction or the other. And these polarities, like I was saying earlier, we bounce off them, we learn from them, and they all have something to teach us. It's just what are we going to gravitate towards and what are we going to embrace, the light or the darkness? I think that's what it's all about. Yeah, dude, you become your reality. You become your thoughts. What you focus on becomes who you are. Mm. So it's like, to me, this sound like what you allow your mind to dwell on becomes your reality, becomes your perspective, and becomes who you are. Yes. So like, if you are one of those people that are like obsessed with like dark imagery, and you just start like, I think that you can turn yourself into a fucking psycho. Oh yeah. I think everything oh, yeah. is about. Everything is about what you allow your heart to dwell on. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent, dude. And so to me, focus on the light, focus on love, focus on the people around you that make you feel love. Like if that's your mom. So I'm sorry, man. Some, some folks have a shitty mom. All right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you, you might have a shitty fam family structure and it's going to be a little harder for you. So you know what the journey, you know, but I think that you were put in this place to me, uh, to me, Every single person was intelligently designed. Every single one of us has chosen the role that we are in. I think that we are in a specific place, in a special place, and that each one of us have challenges that we need to overcome. Mm. And some of us were given a harder deck, dude, and it sucks. But to me, it's like that just means you're a stronger person. Yeah. You don't know it yet. But to me, you are a stronger person. These challenges that were given to you are for you to overcome. And I think that you are a stronger person. People that have had like some of these terrible things that have happened in their lives. And it is up to you to become your own superhero, man. You are your own hero. You, this is your hero's journey. Mm. And I say be brave, be strong, be bold, be beautiful. Hell yeah, man. Go with love. That was a perfect note to end on, brother. This was great information. I had a blast. Can't wait to do it again. Before you take off, remind the audience where they can find Reality Czars and all your wonderful content. Absolutely, man. Uh, we're doing some fun stuff. Uh, we got some interesting guests that we got coming on. Uh, we just have interesting conversations. That's all we do. Uh, one day we're going to be talking about politics or one day we're going to be talking about interdimensional Sasquatch or we're going to be talking about like just bizarre, like every intricate, like 
weaving of reality. We're going to be talking about MK Ultra. We're going to be talking about psychedelics. We're going to be talking about, uh, you know, all the different fun cryptids. We just have interesting, weird conversations. And I have my wonderful co-host, uh, Thomas, a.k.a. the Paranoid Motherfucking American. Uh, he also comes with us on the journey where we go and explore different aspects of reality in the universe. Um, we just have fun, man. And we have interesting guests on with the interesting perspectives. We try not to have agendas. Because we just kind of want to have the conversation flow. That's what yeah. we do. Um, so we recently got kicked off permanently from YouTube. Hey, congratulations. So I- <laughs> You're there with us. Awesome. <laughs> so you can no longer find us on YouTube. Um, but I'm getting better about posting on Rumble. And everything is on Rockfin. So please go follow us. Uh, that's probably the best way to support us. Um, we are, yeah, we're no longer getting a uh, weird little income here through uh, different little avenues. So if you guys want to support us, that's awesome. Uh, you guys can give us some uh, support if you want. Uh, buy some really cool merch from Thomas. Thomas is making awesome comic books. He's doing really cool stuff. He just like made some comics. One, uh, one-on-one uh, from Juan Ayala. He made some really cool stuff with Sam Tripoli. So go and support those projects. So chaostwins.com. Go buy some of that stuff. Like the, the that's the best way to support us is just go buy some cool stuff and um, send us a happy or an angry email. That's fine. I always I always like to tell us that. Um, so uh, realitiesars at gmail dot com. You can send us dick pics, hate love, hate or love mail, whatever you want. Um, I enjoy. Uh, I read every single one. I try to respond to everyone. It's Did hard. you ever get an elusive Bigfoot dong pic? <laughs> Nobody said. Oh, uh, there was a couple people that sent actual dicks. And oh wow! Joke, guys. It's a joke. Don't actually. Send <laughs> <dicks>. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's a Bigfoot. Right. <laughs> if you do find a Bigfoot dick. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, that's the best place to to find us. So uh, support us on Rockfin. Sign up through the Rockfin stuff and. Uh, yeah, that's that's awesome. We're gonna be working on T-shirts, and maybe someday I'll actually get my shit together and start a Patreon. But uh, right know. on, awesome man. Uh, do me a favor, send me all the links you want me to put in the description here, and thank you again, man. This was fantastic. I can't wait to get into it again. We'll definitely do it again. And until next time, everyone, have an excellent evening. We'll talk again on Monday. We'll see y'all then. <laughs>